Welcome to the Unorthodox Podcast, hosting people doing cool shit. Today we have a talent manager, a clothing designer by the name of Malfi B. What's up? How you doing? Hi, thank you so much for having me. My name is Michaela. I also go by Malfi B. I respond to pretty much anything because no one knows how to pronounce my name or spell my name. So really whatever you want, but um, I'm in LA. I work with multi-talented content creators. And um, yeah, I am managing, build, figuring out how to build out multiple sources of revenue for the talent that deserves it the most. Right, that's what's up. Oh, we're playing Connect Four. And uh, this is the first time um, we're playing Connect Four on the channel instead of CODs. We'll see how this goes. <laughs> yeah, I didn't have the Xbox set up, so uh, here we are playing Connect Four. We'll uh, give it a go. Um, so where where are you where are you from and where are you at right now? I'm from Boston originally, and I live in LA right now. You're living in LA, so how how does one start a talent management company? Like how how did that come to be? Like how did you just get up one day and you say I want to do this and you did it? Or like how it seems? Oh, shit, I just gave. Sorry, I just I, yeah, that was a bad move on my part. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking to myself. Um, yeah, I there's been it's been like a very interesting journey i worked at different record labels under sony for a while and um basically while i was there i, I learned a ton but i also didn't love how artists were treated as products and as a as a clothing designer myself and artists i paint um I just think that artists need to be really like the center of the center of every conversation and um, have their voices heard. So I, um, it kind of was just like a very, it was, I left right before COVID. I left Sony right before COVID and. Um, oh, so you haven't been doing this very long then. No, I haven't been, but it became like a very natural evolution for me because I had been very, I'd gotten very into the digital space and how artists can be using um, TikTok and Twitch and Triller. Um, <laughs> I'm like, I have to focus on my connect for uh, There we go. People don't realize like how hard it is to like conceptualize ideas and stuff and talk and like play games and stuff at the same time. It's funny. Well, I'm like, I'm super competitive. So I'm yeah. like, I don't, I'm not trying to lose connect four over here, but at the same time, I'm, I'm here to share, share my journey with you, but, um, not at the expense of losing connect four, but we'll see. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, uh, sorry, where, where were we? Um, yeah, I haven't been, I haven't been doing this very long, but it was a pretty natural, um, progression. Like I didn't like wake up one morning and decide I'm going to manage talent. What happened was, is when I left Sony, I started consulting for different labels, independent artists. And I had been, I was a product manager at record labels. So I would decide how much money was being spent on all marketing efforts and would hire people to run TikTok campaigns. And I was never happy with how they were run. And I would always joke, oh, I could do this better myself. And yeah. so I actually ended up getting an opportunity Oh no! Smoked. No. <laughs> we rematch. Rematch. Yeah, run back. Um. So, 
<laughs> so I got an opportunity to run a music campaign myself and um, that's kind of where it just all started. But I also used to like run around parties in LA and talk to artists about making a TikTok. I'm like, it's really important that you build a digital presence and especially TikTok because you can get- Oh, the growth is crazy it's on there. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's just like, if you put the time and effort into it, you can grow so much quicker than on Instagram. And especially like, you can show different sides of your personality on TikTok, which like, as it is an artist, that's really important right now. And like, people want to know that you're a real person. And it, it used to be like, this whole like facade, like the whole like artist image, but now it's, um, people want to see you real. Yeah, you know, the personality so, yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, so my artist background, um, I mean, I'm still like heavily involved in the music industry, but now I'm um, involved uh, in multiple different industries and um, from Sony definitely kind of like I learned about like what I how I don't <laughs> want to treat people sometimes. Yeah. Um, that was, that was my lot, the, the job I actually ended up quitting and that was that, um, I have only really, I have great things to say about the majority of my experiences at Sony. Um, however, the last company that I worked at, um, that cared about volume over, um, oh my God, did I just lose, I'm losing again. This is terrible. Bro, I don't, I'm not very good at connect for you there. I don't... Yeah, you're beating me. Bro, every time. I don't know how I won. I set myself up for failure, apparently. Um, but yeah, basically it became a pretty pretty natural next step. So I was running music campaigns and then I started building out this whole network of um, content creators. Oh, you missed your... Uh... Did I... Oh, you were trying to block me over there. Mm. Um, but I... Uh... Oh, sorry, I'm like... So how, how did you uh, get into like PR and like uh, media for, for Sony? Was it like was social media something you always wanted to get into or did you go to school for it and then got onto Sony no, and then moved out of it? Absolutely not. Your college major <laughs> does not matter at all. Um, I was a film and media studies major, English and film and media studies major. I mean, I knew I wanted to do something in entertainment, but was I ever like, like working on digital platforms and social media like is that what I want to do no like I, I didn't think that's what I wanted to do but um I mean it's it's really so much more than that and like I don't like the word influencer and I just think that it's like it, these the modern day influencer is so they have so much more going on for them they're not just a pretty face I mean there, there are of course content Some, creators yeah. that that's what that. they focus on we yeah. can just call them we can call them influencers, but other than that, like there's people with real talent that are that use these platforms to to make impactful content, and like those are the kind of people that I want to work with. But yeah, so I built out a network of different content creators that I would go to. I'd bring music campaigns to, and then from there, it kind of evolved into um, doing brand campaigns because brands have just started getting like very very active on TikTok. And this was this was over the summer that I started moving into the brand space. Um, and then I, the the content creators that I was like really building good relationships with, I um, kind of would talk to them and get to know what where do they want to go from here and what's what's next. And uh, Brian Sandin was the first content creator that I started managing, and we just made the jump into music, which has been incredible. And um, oh, it's yeah. my turn. Shout out, Brian. Um, yeah, shout out to Brian and. 
he's kind of the like prime example of how building your digital presence. Um, wait, I just lost. Um, building your digital presence is it can it, it that's the cent that's the start of everything. Like building your digital presence, can, you can then kind of expand into what anything else that you want to do. For sure. So how uh, how do you feel about like having a digital present presence and moving into that as like a career choice and stuff? I saw on your website and stuff, yeah, your image is kind of standing up for. Uh, creative people and and stuff like that so what's what's your opinion on i guess not having a cookie cutter nine to five job and lifestyle of go to school go to work and die if you want to put it that way that's a little but not doing the shit that you actually want to do you know yeah i mean i definitely i definitely did do i was in new york city i was like working endlessly all the time and definitely was like exhausting and especially when I wasn't feeling connected to what I was doing I mean I knew I was close to what I was doing I was like working with artists feel like I feels right like I know that that that's in just creatives like I know that that's where I need to be but not I I was never meant to have a boss I was never meant to have someone telling me what I should be doing and I just don't, I don't do well with authority. And so I just don't think that, um, I, I think that, I think that have the nine to five thing. I think that that's, um, it's like to each his own on that. Like there are definitely certain people that are probably not cut out to be entrepreneurs. Like they're like, there's certain people that, that like being told what to do every day. I'm definitely not one of them. And yeah. if you're not one of them, I will say that I feel like Gen Z is like, it's a totally different, totally different game. And most Gen Z people are, I don't want to generalize, but I feel like most Gen Z, Gen Z people are realizing like I can build build this whole um business for myself and like it's not really necessary to go work for someone especially like gen z gen z is in in power right now like every single business needs gen z so like you guys are gonna be i mean i'm like i'm 1994 so i'm like on z but i'm not gen z um so like i was just reading a report and it's like by 2026 like gen z is um like the consumer that everyone wants i mean i it's if everyone already wants gen z right now and they might not know it they might not know that they need gen z but of course everyone needs gen z so you guys are in power and it's like anytime there's no reason to follow the 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 prescribed path at this point like there's enough um there's enough ways to get yourself out there and for free you don't have to pay money to do any of it um, that I think that any single person that doesn't want to have the traditional path can, can do so. Yeah, for sure. Um, like you said, yeah, some people just aren't bred for that. And it's like kids nowadays, like it's, it's good to see that people are actually moving out of that because people don't realize, like I think in the next five, 10 years, it's going to, like you said, it's going to be the Gen Z is going to be the market and that's what's going to be, that's going to be hot because parents and like oh shit yes i won i wasn't paying I attention she had Let's me on a go. rant and i wasn't i'm gonna say that's what I, it was beginner's luck <laughs> um for you actually yeah you, if you play this before we're out if it's beginner's luck we're gonna call it beginner's luck for your first two wins um <laughs> okay yeah three three if you win three times it's not beginner's luck um right. okay so back to back to gen z yeah 
like that's kind of like my platform and stance on this too is just to give people a platform and creators and and a movement too because like you said that's what that's what's going to be hot and that's what's going to be coming up and uh, people don't really don't really see it as that yet at least not the majority and uh yeah to show people that you can kind of get out of that nine to five and stuff 100 percent, and i would say something that like i struggle with is like when i'm working with brands and they have like they think they know what the they're they think they know who their consumer is and how to hit them but like what you really should do is let let the content creators that actually like like the brand let them let them run wild and do whatever they want with it because if you try to control it then it's just going to be inorganic and it's not gonna it, it like okay cool you'll get you'll get the views and everything but is it really like it's the engagement not might not be there entirely too if it's not quite as like you said people are looking for authentic and personality these days and if if that's not there and the brand wants to tailor it um to whatever they want that authenticness might not come out in in the post or whatever they're promoting or however they're doing it definitely and i think that that's kind of the struggle right now is um getting 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 brands to trust that content creators they 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 know best what 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 they should be doing and um it just like every single time like i just have so many examples of when you let let people do what they want creatively then that's that's when you have the most success and that's when it's organic and it's authentic and actually probably driving sales so that's yeah. what, and that's what the brand wants that's the purpose of putting marketing dollars into a campaign is to turn it convert it to sales but when it's like super contrived and forced it's not it's not doing what it needs to do right so let's go back to a little bit because we breezed over it a bit uh you starting the the talent organization how are you connecting with people and making this were these all connections that you kind of made through sony first or like how how did you mm -hmm. find brian and how did you was brian your first first person you started managing you said yeah, Brian was the first person I started managing. I don't think he was the first content creator I connected with, but what happened? Oh, I just lost. I was not even that's paying attention. Three. Okay, so that's <laughs> not a good anymore. Um, what? How did I lose? Um, I in the beginning it was like I had like like pretty interesting songs that I was working that um very specific markets that like so I would just go on TikTok and look up like. I don't know. I think it was like I think it might have been like couples is what I needed the first my for my first campaign. So I went and just like found found them. Would go on their TikTok, see go to then go to Instagram and look for their email. Um, and generally speaking, like I, I I mean I think I would look to see if they were already represented by someone, and if they they were, then um, especially when I would have I would have small budgets to start with. So like if someone's represented by someone, the budget's always going up. But like not that I ever want to undervalue a content creator. But in the beginning, if they're it, I just know I'm not when I have a small budget, I can't afford someone that is going to have someone come back and be like ten thousand dollars for them to do a music campaign. And I'm like, I just yeah. we, like not the, that's bigger than the budget right now. So that's how I started. Um, so I just started reaching out um on email on instagram and just connecting with different people and then 
Brian and I, I hired him to create a dance to a song is how it happened. And I um, actually had worked, I had been the product manager for um, these artists AHD and CEO that Brian has grew up dancing with. He's known Zay for like, I don't even know how many years he said, but a really, really long time. So I was like, oh, by the way, like saw you, saw you know Zay. And he was like, oh, that's one of my guys. Yeah. And so uh, he like asked Zay about about me and he and Zay was like, yeah, you should connect with her. So from there, we just kind of started developing more of a relationship than, than just, we're just doing this dance campaign. I was kind of like, what else, what else do you want to do? Like, what do you want to do? And Brian just has so many different dreams and goals. And it was like, we're, we're just getting started right now. Like he just had, has the number one song on Triller two weeks in a row. Yeah, um, 200,000 videos to his song on TikTok. And it was in partnership with a brand too. So that's the most like authentic like that. If that doesn't show you that when you let the the creators come up with, with a concept for, for a brand that like that, you're gonna have the most success. And I don't know what will, that's beyond proof of concept happening with that one. Um, but yeah, it started, it definitely, it definitely started with, it started with Brian that I realized like there's more to this than just these one-off campaigns. So yeah, you just made, uh, how did you convince him, I guess, then to, I don't know if convincing is the right word, but to actually say that you wanted to manage him and stuff, because you made, you connected with him to make the song, and that's how you made your relationship and stuff, but how No, you... no, the song came way later, the song came way later. Oh, later, um, right. Yeah, I think we connected in July, we did that campaign, and then like slowly but surely, I was bringing him other campaigns, and um, so we just started talking more and more, and then he came out to LA, and um, we went to, uh, I brought him and his friends Cam and Nino, we went to the Triller house, and um, I think that like that's kind of what started taking our professional relationship to the next level was like there's so like Triller like named him a Triller star and like Triller really believes in him. Um, so it was like just having like kind of starting to build out a team around us of like right. people that like, are in line with like helping getting Brian to the next level and of every every possible area that he wants to succeed in, which he wants to act and like there's just like pretty much nothing that nothing that you can't do yeah facts um which one am i gonna do right now um <laughs> that was probably not a good move whatever i just did over there um but yeah the song came way way later that was like gotcha honestly with dancers there's such there is a really big issue with not crediting dance creators and um especially black content creators like everything um ever, everything starts like black content creators are generally the originators of all of the trends on tiktok and especially the dance trends and people then start doing the dances aren't tagging them and then it's kind of like they other people are getting followers and views mm -hmm. off of I was talking, talking to Brian about that and like that's just the cycle of TikTok and I'm not saying it's okay but that's just like how it's been going like even like someone comes up with a crazy idea and they're typically small and then they post this crazy idea and then someone that's got followers takes it and then they do it before it blows up and then they, like you said they get all the credit for it and it's a really bad cycle and like even yeah like, it's definitely a really bad cycle 
even with this like i'm so scared someone's gonna take this idea because i'm like trying to like branch out and get bigger people on and stuff and i'm just so scared that i'm gonna message someone someone's gonna see the idea and they're gonna take it that's bigger than me and run with no, it no it doesn't it doesn't even matter because like you're the original like you this is an original idea that you created so no matter what people aren't gonna be they're not gonna be able to replicate it the way that you do i hope so because so, like, it doesn't feel you, that uh like crazy of a concept but no, but I've never seen anyone doing it. So, and I actually mentioned it to, um, I was with this artist, it's also a gamer last night, and she was like, that, you should probably interview her. She was like, that's so cool. Like, I love that. Um, so, I think that, I think that you have a really good idea here that, um, oh my God, I'm like screwed <laughs> right now. Um, <laughs> you're not going to go there. Um, yeah, no, but, yeah, I think. If you got creative people and stuff too, I appreciate that, like, to the end of the world that you uh, are recommending it and, and stuff. You got people to pass on. I'm always, always game for that and to collaborate with people, even if we're not, like, crazy in the same areas, just to, like, kick ideas around and collab with people and work together. Because I think that, like, that's how you're going to grow and that's how you're going to make relationships and networking is so, so key yeah. in this Definitely. Industry. I mean, you're, you're, you're definitely already on, like, you, you already know the key things, like networking and building. Building these real relationships are, are really important, especially, like, you supported Brian. You supported Brian in the early phases of everything. So it's like he, like, yeah. we're not going to forget that, you know? Hell yeah. No, and that's the thing um, is like people like like I said, you gotta be out here to grow with people and connect and like I think I kinda took a back door route to how this all works because I kinda figured out most people just start creating and they don't understand how like everything interconnects and like how to grow and stuff and I kinda took the other way and figured it all out. First I was posting like long ago, like other types of content and stuff, but uh, definitely was more focused on figuring out how it all worked first and then perfecting something and getting an idea down yeah which is definitely which is definitely really smart um you kind of figured out your like proof of concept and then i've been able to just keep keep doing it oh shit where do i go i don't know what's going on it's so hard i, know, yeah, we're, we're I go on a rant right. and then i lose where i was like planning i know this is a weird <laughs> this is a weird thing going on this game uh Um, so do you manage multiple multiple people then, or are you just on Brian right now? Um, you, you said you're creating like a, a network. So is that that's you? An that's an interesting question. I'm building out anyone that I am building out multiple sources of revenue for. I will I will manage, and um, I do want to make have like a professional contract done with the with that. But other than that, I don't. I don't believe in contracts. If I'm just, we're just doing brand and music deals because I take my percentage, and there's no reason to. I want them to be able to make as much money as possible. So locking them in to a contract, in the, and like I want to be able to know that I can do as much for them as possible, and that like it's a good, it's a right fit for both of us. So I'm never in a rush for that. And um, what's going on here? Um, so. For you, is that typically how it works? You bring them a brand deal. Um, you bring them a brand deal. You say this is the percentages that we're gonna do, and you kind of work it out that way. Brian takes. Yeah, his, and it, I mean, it definitely does. I've kind of been connecting with people that have 
more like they are they're very they they are using TikTok as a means to to get to their next thing. So when um when I find people like that that I I like believe in and align with, like those are definitely the people that I do want to manage and I want to work long term with and but it's more so like I'm always I'm always not in a rush. Like I want to make sure that they trust me and I like to see their work ethic. Like it's pretty much like I want to make sure this is mutually like a mutually good fit for for all of us. For both sides. So yeah. I definitely like Yeah, there definitely are times where like like I'm probably like man I'm managing I manage a content house. Can you talk on um, your content house? Is it is it a thing already? Like do people know about it? Um I don't know. You might not know about them. Um, it's their four couples it's called the Couples Crib. They're really awesome. They are, live in Vegas right now, so it's four couples that I think they all connected through TikTok. There's like a whole couples world on TikTok, so they like were fans of each other's content. Um, just all connected, and we're like, let's move in, let's live in a house together. So they make content as. Uh, they all have like their individual couples pages and then there's a couples house page called couples crib yeah. um so they're like constantly creating and they're they're still like pretty new like probably that's cool less than two, two months so i had connected with one of them for a music campaign and then i'd followed them on instagram and i was like oh like oh you guys are starting a house this is sick let's talk yeah. um I had dabbled with a house previously but this is the first time i was in like very very early with them um so i am actually working on um a reality series surrounding Crazy. them that's congrats to that that's cool yeah so until that's uh fully locked in i'm i'm I, i'm in, i think the contracts especially when you're working with 17 through 24 year olds it's like i i i have had some poor experiences with contracts i know a lot of people have had bad experiences with contracts so i don't want to i don't want to scare anybody and i don't want to <laughs> bind yeah. everyone into something you don't want to be in for sure at the same time i you obviously need to protect yourself and your business um so I'm more I'm more so just about timing and timing and like when the when it feels right and when the relationship is taking that next step it's time to I mean I guess it's like marriage in a way I just lost um it's like that yeah I'm putting putting a ring on my relationship um <laughs> with my content creators yeah so how how do you I guess since you only got a couple people under your belt how do you scout out more people and like that you want to manage you want to keep it small or like when you plan to grow it how are you finding people are you just looking at their work ethic and their um content that they're putting out or are people coming to you or like how are you yeah like, how do you find so people it's definitely a mix of both like i think that like now that i've kind of like established my business model more so and like don't get me wrong. I have a lot of people under my belt. Like there's like, I may not be managing every single one of them, but they still come to me. I, I don't mind giving them, having conversations with them about other things that they're working on. And just like, if they want like someone to just like bounce ideas off of, like I'm always open to that. Um, but yeah, either people like most recently, a friend of a, a friend, a friend of a friend um, met someone and was like, you guys need to connect. So it's like uh, people... People are, are starting to actually it's happened a bunch recently that people are sending sending people my way. All right. 
but I definitely want to keep it in terms of like managing people. I don't want to take on, I want to be able to, to give my, the proper time and attention to mm -hmm. every single person that I'm managing. So I'm going to keep it, I'm going to keep it tight knit in terms of that. But the network, the concept of my company is it's a talent network. So like any single brand could come to me and be like, Hey, I need six people in Mississippi that are fans of like, I don't know, I think is, I don't know, like Panera, say Panera, like I need six people in Mississippi that love that like Panera and I need two people in South Dakota, like whatever. So I can just, um, I always am finding new people for when I have specific asks or I just, I, but I have like just like a pretty big roster and I've also connected with a lot of people that it's generally like, there's a lot of individuals that are doing kind of similar things to me that have built out their talent network. So we often will combine resources and I'll be like, I'm going to pitch your people for this and you can pitch my people for this. So then we're, right. we're collaborating often. Right. Um, so for some, let's say someone wants to take their, their social media, the next kind of step and they want to find a manager and stuff. What do you recommend for them to like find someone or branch out to that? next kind of step of their career i think that um sorry i'm just gonna start for a second i think <laughs> that i think that don't don't focus on finding a manager like i think when the timing is right the manager finds you like just i like, think that yeah. anytime that you're seeking anytime that you're out seeking something it doesn't find you you kind of have to like just do the work just do the work and focus on your content creation. And like when you kind of like stay, stay focused and stay humble and like on um, like it, paying specific attention to, to your brand and what kind of like just staying true to yourself, basically. I think that, I think that the right people find you. Yeah, I agree. Same, um, same I know thing is like goes back to the relationship thing and just letting it kind of happen and not, not uh forcing anything yeah i guess it's all it's <laughs> and it's like i think that that's just because like these all of these all the concepts that we're talking about it, it is like they're all relationships like it doesn't Facts. matter romantic professional whatever um oh, hey i won um yeah i think that um I think that if, if you want a manager, just keep being just, I think it's about consistency too. Like if you want to take this seriously, like it can't be, it, it can't just be like a thing that you like occasionally, you post on TikTok like once a week, like, or you post on Triller. Well, I love Triller. So we'll, we're going to talk about Triller <laughs> because I love them. Um, they're my people over there. So, uh, and I think the Triller is a platform that people definitely um, overlook. And it's something that I think if you are the right kind of content creator, then um, they'll they'll support you. And if they, they you guys are connecting, then it's 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 great to have that kind of personal um, support and belief around you, which like I definitely don't think TikTok. I mean, TikTok may offer that, but in my experience. They haven't offered that for anyone. Why did I just do that? Yeah, um, TikTok. They uh, haven't offered that yeah. for anyone to work with. Yeah, TikTok. I think because they're big. They're too big. They don't have time, but. Bro, the biggest thing with me for back. TikTok was their guidelines were just so weird. Some people are allowed to post things and other people weren't allowed to post it, even though it was the same thing. Like, 
I don't know, like some of their stuff of just like someone would have a nerf gun and it would get taken down and someone else would use a nerf gun and it would get a million views, but yet it's it's got a gun in it, so it's against their rules and stuff and like yeah. I got banned on TikTok for like a week for I didn't even post anything like bad. My account just got banned and after that like it just put a bad like that's been happening. That's been happening to a lot of people recently and I don't I don't <clears throat> I honestly don't know what's going on. Like I don't I don't know why that's happening. Um like I've had people that have like full on had their accounts deleted. Like yeah. so we, we did we did a just water challenge um for Brian and Tisa's song and the winner of it, um, his name's Jax, and yeah, him, literally yeah. today, but he it's it's Triller. It was with Triller, but um, he also it, he posted on Triller and TikTok. But um, the day that we were getting ready to announce it, um, Brian calls me and was like, uh, "Jax's TikTok just got deleted," and I'm like, "What? Like what? Yeah. What did Jax possibly do to be getting his TikTok deleted? Like?" He puts nothing but very positive. Like his content's like super Dance positive and, and stuff. Yeah, like there's yeah. No I'm like, I don't think he's doing anything other than spreading positivity. So I don't know. I don't know what's up over there. But I mean, I think that I think that they do. I think that they do an amazing job at what they what they do for the most part. Like I think that they're just focused on like they're focused on big initiatives. Is what they they really pay attention yeah, to. Like a, they just did yeah. Justin Bieber's um, Valentine's Day show, which like did incredible and like broke all these records and it was that that's incredible and i love seeing that um so shout out to them for that but individual attention is not that's what i found it wasn't it wasn't uh yeah they more focused on their bigger creators and stuff and like the down the ladder it wasn't as mutual if you want to put it that way let's uh get into your your clothing a little bit before we wrap Mm -hmm. up what's what was your uh, initial start behind that? How'd you get into making making clothing? Mm, so that started, it all started, I've always loved hip hop. Um, it started in my, I would say my high school art class. I was drawing, drawing um, rappers. It was, I drew Wiz Khalifa and Snoop Dogg and um, Snoop Dogg ended up in this art show. And my art teacher was like, this is really special. Like you need to save this and like, Save this drawing forever and like show it to your kids like this is <laughs> this is a great this is great so um he called him snoop doggy and then um from there when i was living in new york every sunday i would try to just leave my phone at home and walk and explore the city and um i wandered into this store called community 54 and it was like super cool streetwear and they had this like whole area in the back that um they would do rap battles in and cool. so I like just kind of connected with them for a while and um well, let me see where I'm going um nope that would be me losing <laughs> um so I um noticed that they didn't have any crew neck sweatshirts and I generally like I'm actually wearing a hoodie right now but I like crew neck sweatshirts because um hoodies sometimes choke me Um, and I have really bad anxiety, so hoodies can like choke my neck. So I, um, was like, Hey, like, why don't you guys have crew necks? And then it just like, kind of became like, I'm going to put somehow that evolved into, let me start putting my drawings of rappers into Etch-a-Sketches and it's going to be called Etch Me a Rapper. And, um, it started like, 
it was like definitely i was not intending to start a clothing brand i just right. like printed a drawing of j cole um oh, in an at oh i didn't even know i didn't even know <laughs> i just won um i printed a um sweatshirt of j cole in an etch-a-sketch and just started wearing it around and people were like that's so cool what is that like who made that and then um and i was working at a record label at the time too so people there were like this is really cool and so i posted it on instagram and then i started getting requests for other rappers like people would be um dming me saying they want this person they want that person um like we want quavo i remember i got a quavo request um, and then I started getting people that like weren't like weren't even friends of friends, and I was like, "What's going on?" I'm like, "This is kind of cool. Like, I guess I, I guess something's happening here." Yeah. And then one morning, I woke up to a DM from a random person being like, "Your website's down," and I was like, "Oh God, what happened?" And it was a uh, copyright infringement issues, and I was actually Damn. working for lawyers at the time, and because um, I was using the the artist image, which yeah. like even though I was like technically recreating it, like a really big artist you can't get away with that um or i also was using etch-a-sketch i was using etch-a-sketch so i had to like try to like shift it and um i actually ended up just finding another website that you could check saying like i give my legal like all if anything happens like they're not liable so yeah. i found like another supplier that i was like fuck it if i get like if this happens and like Tommy. Yeah. I have once gotten advice. I cannot say where it came from, but I once got advice saying if you're getting sued for your art, then congratulations, you've made it because someone cares enough to be suing you for it. So yeah, you're doing something right if someone notices. However, I wasn't really wanting to get sued. So, I mean, I continued it for a bit. Then I shifted into um, painting. I was painting custom jackets for artists, and the first artist I did it for was... Um, Sylvan LeCue, who he's amazing. He actually just released a project uh, Thursday and, or I guess Thursday night. And um, from there, it just became like making these like super personal, super custom. Um, that it was like mainly denim jackets and I would paint them and it would be based on like the projects that like their new music that was coming out. Um, and from there, I connected with so many different people too. And just throughout my clothing brand, I always connected with so many cool, creative people that I normally I wouldn't be connecting with in my my day job. Um, so I really do think about it. It's like like quitting your day job isn't. I just lost. I didn't um, even see it. Your, it was sitting there for like three rounds, I think. Oh my god, <laughs> I just completely didn't see that. Um, quitting your day job can be like a process. Like I don't think that it's like I think that like if you're in a if you have bigger dreams in your nine to five, then like you can always start building things on the side and Facts, you'll yeah. know it, you, like you really should be working on like as many things on the side as possible. And um, like most of the things that if you really want to be an entrepreneur, the things that you learn in your day job probably aren't going to be it. It's like you get you learn by just like doing. Yeah, for sure. Um, but then I guess my clothing brand evolved. Like I've had like so many different like evolutions with it. And then it became um, upcycling different pieces. So I would go to different like thrift stores and markets. And yeah, those are really cool. Find... I was looking at those. Thank you. Yeah. Really so then cool. I was just like cutting and combining different stuff. And I definitely think that that's been kind of like the more popular stuff. Cause it's all, it's all one of one. Um, I mean, nothing's more, actually nothing's more popular than another, but like I personally enjoy making those more than, um, I don't paint jackets anymore at all. I paint canvases, but, um, <clears throat> 
Yeah. So then um, I'm still making, I still make clothes a lot. I um, have been doing like, this is something that I um, got copyright protected. It's like overlapping smiley faces is um, I did it on a wall. Um, and then I've started doing it on like canvases and clothes. And it's been like, people have been kind of going crazy for it, which is cool. Yeah, those are cool too. I was looking at all your, your pieces. Cool. Fashion, like or this like industry and how like fashion and like all this like interconnects and stuff. I just, I love fashion and stuff too. And it, I don't know. I just find it so cool how it all, it all connects and like it all blends together. It, everything, everything is super, super connected. So it's like, I would say it's like, and you can never really say like <clears throat> which came first or like which impacts which like they all, it's like a continuous, like it's like a circle of like, music fashion art yeah, gaming facts. sports even sports are in in there content creation like they're all they're it's all they're interwoven all, they're all, yeah like you said they're all connected and stuff like you look at phase clan they're all gaming and stuff but they're like very interconnected with like the music culture they got like yachty behind a lot of their stuff and and uh they're really big into fashion oh, yeah. and stuff too yeah they got bro shut up phase that's like a dream if i get someone from phase on here that'd be crazy I'm sure. I'm sure you can do it. Do it. Bruh. Have you tried reaching out? Just keep reaching out to people. Not yet, because like to go back to like, I'm just scared that someone that also does gaming, like kind of what I mentioned before, that they're gonna take the idea and run with it. Um, but we'll see. I'm slowly starting to branch out more and more. I'm also trying not to bite off as yeah, too I mean, much I that I can getting, chew. Like yeah you don't yeah you don't want to um i think just like but I, yeah i think that's a good goal to have though like that would be that would be cool yeah oh it's my turn uh, crazy um yeah you can pace yourself to that to that when you're ready yeah and some sometimes it's hard too because people be people be like messaging saying they're gonna do it and it's like okay we'll do it and then when it comes down to it it's like they don't reply the day before someone's like well, damn i could add other people but then it's like okay someone didn't answer last weekend so like i need to maybe try and get like four people lined up for this weekend because i know like a couple of them aren't gonna answer so like but then all four of them say yes and it's like oh shit i gotta like bounce this around or something <laughs> yeah right now it's like it's not big enough that people are like yes i need to be on this and i can guarantee that they're actually gonna come on so it's at a weird place right now when i message people but well i think that i think that's a work ethic i think that ties into people's work ethic to be honest if people like at any i think even at like if people are at a level in which they're they're growing and they're trying to develop they should not be saying no to any sort of opportunity that could get them a new audience and exposure that um exposure that they didn't have before so that I, I i think that that's that's a work ethic thing like you're probably just lazy that i agree to a point but for someone like me to offer even like brian i was like so thankful that he came on because i don't like i don't have a new audience to offer brian right when brian came on i had 15 subscribers on youtube and like 900 instagram followers there wasn't a whole lot that I could offer back to him. And like I said to him, I will help you however I can help you just because you came on, you helped me. But in that instance, I don't you're think- offering, You're offering almost like, you're almost like modern, like <clears throat> you're a modern press outlet, which like press for people is really important. Like in, but in, in a different way, like it used to be blogs. It used to be like, 
getting a write-up in whatever, fader or whatever, getting a write-up there, but that's, that doesn't, it still exists. But I, I think especially for content creators, like there isn't, there isn't something like that for content creators. So, um, getting any sort of like, like it means that like they're like, it's, it's, it should be flattering. Like you're important enough that someone wants to talk to you about, about what you're doing. For sure. No, I like, that's what I'm saying. Like lots of these, like Ryan came on, Cam came on, like every single person that I've interviewed, they've given me something that like kept me going. And like, uh, like you said, it was flattering or, um, inspiring to like that they, that they mess with it and they're quite a bit bigger and they still rock with it. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. I think that what you're, I think that you're doing something that there's like, a, it's a much needed, um, thing that, that people aren't, aren't doing yet. And I'm definitely interested to see how, um, the world of press continues to shift and it's like like content creators and music like it's so like content creators are are becoming artists and are artists so it's so interwoven these days yeah for sure and there's definitely um that's my turn um there's definitely a gap a gap for getting getting people especially like people that are on the rise too like there's people that are on the rise that like need need people to acknowledge that and i think i think it mutually like encourages you talking to them as well as much as it encourages them i just lost and even wasn't even aware um yeah no for sure well we've been going for a while so i think we'll uh wrap it up i got a couple rapid fire questions they're just like fun fun little questions just answer them as quick as you can off the top of your head and <laughs> yeah so we'll start off with is hot dog a sandwich yes or no 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 favorite superhero mm. batman go to fast food McDonald's. Uh, go to chocolate bar. Lily's chocolate bar. I'm plant based, so Lily's. Lily's, I've never even heard of that. Do you put the ketchup? Plant based chocolate. Do you put the ketchup on or beside your fries? Oh, I think I try to do beside, and they kind of like gets on it too. All right, that's civil. Um, celebrity crush. Mm. what's that guy's name I, I always forget his name i think he's um he's kind of old actually um <laughs> uh, he's in westworld i always forget his name but i love him james marsden word that's what's up all right if you want to plug anything go ahead plug Random. your instagram your your uh malfi b malfi b it's pretty bad i don't know my celebrity crush's real name but that's okay it's <laughs> i'm pretty sure it's james marsden Word, uh, yeah, Melfi. Yeah, you can find everything there. Word, go check out. You want send, send me your TikToks? Send me your TikToks. Word, that's what's up. Thanks for watching, everybody. Peace. Thank you.
I'm busy sometimes, and you still in my mind. I'm just trying to go run with them bands. Girl, you know that I'll do what I can. Pockets full on the man. Got this Louis belt stuck in my pants. Yeah.